0: Next time, you'll remember to have a portable pedal to bring with you. Right? Hey, do I look like a pedal packer to you?
1: It's August 18, 2021. This is Rare Encounter, encounter number 58. And turning to face the promised land, I'm Abel Kirby. And kicking it old school, I'm Cold Acid. Oh boy. And this, this episode, we really did one of these. There we go. Pop it open right at the top of the show in a way that we can never get rid of. So what's yours? Wow. let's see. I got a local one. Uh, this is the Channel Marker Logger, and it is from, oh geez, they really hide that. Lake of the Woods Brewing Company. Which is in the, it is the northmost Minnesotan uh, Brewing Company. And though
0: I'm not in Well, Minnesota, that makes sense because where Lake of the Woods is. Yeah. That's at the
1: north end of Minnesota. And it is way up there. It is at the the very tippy top of it indeed and what do you got what do you got there
0: it's it's where minnesota manitoba and ontario all come together and have a big orgy
1: right over me da, 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 da. that's what that song's about right
0: me i got here niagara cider company apple cider uh, speaking of coming
1: over the falls ooh, what's the uh what's the cider how's the it's cider, an apple cider.
0: Oh, how it is? Let's yeah. let's try it out. This is my first time having one of these.
1: Little dry. And little dry, little dry. Uh well, if dry's uh, maybe for an IPA, dry would be good. For a cider, not so much. Yeah. I I like I like the sweeter ciders, I have to admit. Yeah. Well, I've been on the road again, having a couple different uh Fun times out. Uh, I I uh, took a cue from so some people around me, and I I had the idea I need to hit the road and uh, get out to the uh, Midwest, and so that's where I went, and that's what I've been doing for the past uh, couple days. So I've been driving all the way up through. I went through, um, you know, Indianapolis, Indiana. I was through Illinois. I was going all the way up through um, towards uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and that's where I am now. So I'm parked out, super deformed in South Dakota. I got my SD. So crunch, what? Ha- what happens when Sue hits the bottom? I don't know. I don't know. It's like um. <laughs> what are those stupid jokes? When Sue hits the bottom. Well, what did Idaho? She wait. a... she uh, hoed her Maryland. That's what. That's what Idaho.
0: How do you know which potato is a prostitute? Well, I don't know. How do you? It's know? It's the one that says Idaho.
1: <laughs> Idaho. <laughs> There was one of those, it was, uh, what did I away, boys, what did I away, and you, there's a whole song, and you'll find out at the end of the song, she way to Washington, boys, she way to Washington. Yeah, so South Dakota is, I've been there before, I've been thinking about taking some work up here, I just don't really know exactly much about the area, so I decided to hit the road and check it out. So I've been here for a day, and a little over a day now. Be sticking around a little bit tomorrow, and then I'll be taking off back east again. I think I'll be heading through Minnesota. Actually, I'll take a different route back home, and uh it's been a great road trip, though. You know, uh, I'd encourage anyone to drop everything they're doing and <laughs> get out on the road if you if you can. It's a great experience. Well, it's happening for me in a few weeks. Yeah, I know. That's going to be nice. That was one of the reasons that I did it. Um, right now, as I realized, if I waited any longer. I was gonna have to wait till the fall because there's too many other things going on. So I said, "Ah, this is it. I have to go right now." So, but yeah, um, you know, some fun stuff along the the highway. I don't know if you want to hear highway stories or not. It's uh, wow, this mouse is really loud. What have you been up to? Ah, uh, working, working, slaving
0: away. Yeah, you know, you know who has the best highway stories.
1: Um, I'm gonna guess Larry well i think his is Larry. yes his are, his are the best he does his, his
0: whole- are absolutely wonderful I, th- I love listening to those episodes where he talks about like his travels throughout the throughout the
1: states mm-hmm. on the road yeah always fun you know and some of that i i like when i'm driving around i see a motel on the side of the road uh, the way i do things is is i don't plan anything in advance so i just hit the road i drive in a direction and then when i get where i'm a place that looks good i You know, I go up to any motel I see and I get a rate, see if it's good or not. Maybe go across the street, check the rates over there, that kind of thing. This is very seat of my pants uh, to the point where usually I pack things with me. But uh, what I did on my way out the door, because I left in a little bit of a rush, I'd done laundry the day before and I had all my stuff. I laid it out on my my table, folded it up so I could put it in my bag, and then uh, didn't put it in my bag before I left. So I left without clothes or anything like uh, just with the stuff on my back, so I was. But
0: well, you, you just you just drove off naked.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, without clothes in my bag, I should say. And so I was sort of jack reaching this whole shit across the uh, the place where I get somewhere, and I said, well, I guess I need to buy uh, some new socks today, and you know, before it gets too rank. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. I went out and, and found out that I could get a pair of for the same price as regular uh, men's socks they uh, at walmart it was the same pack it was like a six pack or an eight pack or something like that you could get the plain white boring ones or you could get the sonic the hedgehog ones and of course that's what i got so i i I put a picture of my uh my podcasting setup in my show notes and if you look closely in part of that you can see my uh my brand new sonic the hedgehog socks they're not the ones i'm wearing they're the other ones in the pack so you too could be cool like me nice (laughs) gotta go fast gonna
0: have to stick that in the notes that's for sure
1: Yeah, I kind of piled everything I had with me on that desk, too. So it looks like a fun picture. Oh, Hot Pockets. I got a Hot Pockets. You can see my beer. You can see my hat with my sunglasses on it. There's a little bottle of hot sauce. Where is this? I moved it out of my way. So I got this Lo-Fi Sioux Falls, South Dakota local hot sauce. And I had that on a Hot Pocket for for lunch when I was uh, setting up for the show. And yeah, it's pretty good enjoying things yeah
0: i never thought of putting hot sauce on a hot pocket before yeah well i'll have to
1: try that well what do we get for stories this week well how about hmm
0: Yes. What do we have for stories this week? Well, I don't actually have all that much to to bring. I've got what I pushed from last week, and that's about it.
1: Well, I've got uh, some story about this Australian uh, shark that regurgitates a human. Dun, 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 dun. So this was a story... Uh, I saw it circulating around, and a bunch, of, a bunch of articles were published about this. It seems like every couple of years they bring this one back, but I'd never seen it before. So this is the closest thing that I could find to uh, an original source is this news.com.au, uh, which had a bunch of the original photographs and stuff. So the story was in 1935, there was a, a shark inside an aquarium and they're watching the shark and it kind of looked kind of sick. And then it goes and starts spitting things up. And so the first thing it uh, it spits up is, uh, I'm looking for my note, it spits up a rat. So somehow it had eaten a rat and that made it sick. And then it spits up a bird and somehow they, oh man, it was the bird making it sick. But then the third thing that it spits out is a human arm and it floats up to the top of the aquarium. And so they have this shark and they've got the, uh, the dismembered human arm floating around inside it. And, uh, this is, there's, <laughs> do you see the picture of, uh, in the show notes? I'll post the. Ah, uh, uh, no the
0: the pictures for this didn't come through, so I'm looking at them on the actual article itself.
1: Oh sure, I'll post the article in the chat so people can see it. Um, you can see the name the, the what they did is they tracked down the guy whose arm it was. Uh, they actually found out that is there was this guy Jimmy Smith, who kind of looks like a shark himself. He's got some some set of uh, chompers. And uh, it, but they he had some distinct tattoos on his arm of these two little boxing guys. And they, someone recognized him somehow, they tracked him down, and they found out uh, that he was dead, and that someone had killed him and fed him to a shark. And uh, they wouldn't have even known about the murder, I guess. So there's two two things about the story that I really liked. Is Jimmy Smith looked like he was a drug runner uh, in Australia.
0: And Looking through the article, he sounds like he was one, too.
1: Yeah, he has, the, the quote that he said is, he used his speedboats to coordinate cocaine drops— which is a phrase that I, a sentence that I like, uh, used as speedboats to coordinate cocaine drops. The other thing was uh, they eventually brought everything to court and the judge in the case was called Mr. Justice Street, which is my favorite name for a judge. Sometimes people have justice as a middle name or a last name. This guy, justice is his first name. His, his last name is Street. So he's Mr. Justice Street, but he looks like Justice Street. You can see his photo in there, too. Yeah, and way at the bottom, there's actually the original newspaper, if you want to get to the original paper there. There's a thing you can click on, I think it's way at the bottom of the article, maybe, uh, which has the original um, newspaper that a lot of these pictures were from. It's, you know, front page material, obviously, so... I'm not seeing those in the article. Huh. Well, I put them in my notes.
0: All right. Well, I'll grab those. I'll try and grab those from the notes for when we publish
1: the episode. Yeah. It's from the May 5, 1935 page of Truth. I guess the the newspaper is just called Truth. Wow. Hmm. The Australian Pravda. So what do we got for, uh, that was my throwaway story. Uh, We had a follow-up. I got a (laughs) follow-up on Colorado. Oh, yeah. A little while ago, we were talking about this mudslide that was going on in Colorado. They closed part of 70. And um, the bottom line is on some of the detours, people were noticing that some of the detour routes kept showing up as closed on Google Maps, even though the streets weren't closed anywhere. And they started doing some investigation, a local newspaper, uh, the Denver Channel, I think is what it is. I'm trying to remember if that's NBC. I used to watch their station. I think it's, no, it's the ABC station. Um, ended up doing some original reporting on it and they found out and then through some kind of Freedom of Information Act, got access to a bunch of these emails where they they shined a little light on some of the backroom dealing that goes on between state and local governments and big tech and so this this story is about the colorado department of transportation making statements what they they have a relationship with big tech uh and they're called i um, need to get through my note it's so hard for me to read my damn notes on this computer because uh, i only have one monitor and half my shit doesn't fit on it it is the um with TomTom, Tom, apple maps and google maps they have a trusted partner affiliation with these companies, which lets them, I guess, write to a database and say, hey, when here's when a road is closed and here's when it's not closed. They can just, instead of Google having to crawl websites and look for closures, they just get the state people to do their work for them, I guess, for free. And what the states are doing with this power is abusing it. And they're marking things closed. So on Google Maps, if you're navigating with Google Maps, you'll start seeing this road is closed, it, and it's not that the road is closed. It's that they just wanted to, um, they wanted to make sure that you didn't drive through it for whatever reason, and I don't know. It seemed kind of scummy. What what's your thoughts? Well, on that? for some of them, it, for,
0: for one of those roads going through the article, it sound it sounds like it sounds like their hearts were in the right place at least. I mean, one of them is a dirt road, one lane dirt road, and people were taking that. Right,
1: so that is now that's happened in Colorado too uh, at the Denver Airport where there's one road that goes from Denver to the Denver Airport Uh, was it Pina Boulevard and Google Maps was navigating people to turn because oh there's traffic on there and they tell them to go down like utility and service roads and stuff and people were getting stuck in the mud so Google's there's dumb stuff has happened like that before but my problem with this is they're just taking the easiest way out here they're not doing the real work of finding a way to show no one should go down this road or there's a better route or or anything or communicate i'm not sure there's a way for them to do that though communicate with the public i mean so i mean through the through
0: these through these services that people are using to get their to get their route and traffic information I think right? that, they probably have the way a way of saying the road is open and the road is closed, but they don't have any way of saying we suggest you don't take these particular routes for any reason. Right. It's just a, it's just like a on off switch. They didn't do that. And if then. that's the case, the the fault isn't really theirs so much as it would be like Google's or Apple's
1: the state or Tom state legis- Tom's. The state legislature can do things like uh, like control how different companies can work inside their state but they don't want to piss off google they don't want to make waves and so they're just lying about it like i said they had a mud google they had pointing out oh there's a mudslide on this road when there's not they called roads flooded out when they weren't they were just uh inopportune and anyway if google maps really worked the way that it was supposed to If a road got gummed up because there was uh, too much traffic on it, or there was a one-lane road trying to fit six lanes of traffic, okay, there's a traffic jam. Well, what now? Well, Google should route around it. I don't know. It's their problem. This whole thing's emblematic of of the shit the government does uh, when it just lies to you. It's, oh, we know better. We're just going to pretend it's closed and uh, make sure you get routed around uh, that way.
0: I think it's also emblematic of people deciding to trust their toys
1: instead of using their brains yep that's enough. there's enough blame to go around yeah there's a second here's the third piece so we have two pieces one we have people who don't pay attention to the roads they're on they just do whatever google says uh second is the government's just lying to you the third piece i and this is what the article actually reveals is that you're not really trusting google you're trusting the government to tell google what to do because they're a trusted partner and Google's not really doing anything, and TomTom and all these—they're just—they're t- just letting state and local governments um, post whatever they want, and apparently they're not checking if anything's real. I mean, how would they be able to anyway? But
0: yeah, it's not like they have drones flying all over the place watching everybody at
1: every moment. I don't know. What yet the, I don't know what the solution is, but I don't think lying to the public is the right answer here.
0: No, it's it's not it's
1: not the right answer you're, you're right on that. Yeah. So that was it. And the emails mostly are just showing a bunch of employees, government employees. Then they're so nervous about losing their, uh, trusted partner status that they, they're, they don't want anything, uh, to come out about it. You know, they're trying to, they're trying to hedge their, uh, their relationship with these companies because they, they don't want to piss off Google, you know? And that's, that's a, a fourth thing I don't like Is what's a, what's a business?
0: There should not be any, there should not be any company that is so big and powerful that, uh, that like, they're afraid to say, no, you can, we don't want you to show this as, as this, like, you know, it's like, fuck, is Google, is Google running Washington? Well, actually they might. (laughs) Yeah, this, yeah,
1: it's, um my thoughts are kind of coalescing on this. And I, I really think that it's like the relationships backwards. The state should be telling Google, if the state wants to set up routes, here's the preferred routes. The state is going to say by their legislature, if you're going to do business in our state, you will do this. Especially if you want to, have to provide navigation services in our state, you're going to have these preferred routes marked. Or you have to have some way to that lets us route around when there's a problem on I seventy. Um, if if that's what they want to do, yeah. That's but even they if they do. do that,
0: do you think Google's going to give a fuck? They're gonna Google's still going to do whatever Google wants to do, and say like,
1: haha, we're in California. You can't tell us to do anything, neener neener neener." Well, they can. They can uh, do something about doing business in their state. Colorado's is a big place to I, walk away I, from. I
0: say we just i say we just blow
1: up google <laughs> oh boy all right what do we got we and got, let that be a lesson to the all the other big tech companies well what do we got we got some podcasts and we got some um we got some really loud mouse clicks here man hit me with some podcasts <clears throat> i'm sorry i muted myself i smell so my that was useful go- backed up here uh so we're firing on all cylinders today so yeah we had um behind the schemes i was listening to behind the schemes uh last night while i was waiting for my laundry uh and it was yeah. with ryan bemrose as a guest
0: yes he was
1: as you know uh behind the schemes is my new grumpy old Benz, and now this is it's uh becoming more and more the old the new grumpy old Ben's. Uh it was <laughs> good to good to hear him back again ranting ranting away about different things
0: you and- did you hear did you hear today's uh random thoughts yet? No. No. Oh, well. Well, Darren is going to have a new show with Larry. He announced it on today's uh random thoughts. Okay. And it's I think
1: it's called Rage World. Rage World. Is that like- I think that's what it's going to be called. It says like Wayne's World. Rage World. Now on Rage World.
0: I'm like rageworld.show. Is this a I think he said was the URL? Oh, Planet Rage Show. oh that doesn't come up with anything. It's Planet Rage. Planet Rage. Yeah,
1: that's it. According Planet to the, Rage. According to the chat room here. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, so, Booberry. So what's the what's the premise of Planet Rage? And don't let the chat room tell you. <laughs> tell me what you think the premise is larry blinder and i think
0: what it's going to be is that darren's going to rant and larry and larry is going to tell him to take no shit
1: and together they fight crime <laughs> jeez podcaster smash well we we no Booberry. we can't have podcaster smash we already have a uh we already have a smash cast
0: there's already smash cast yeah and DC girl. Speaking a- of which, yeah, she just she just got damed, and it's her birthday. Happy
1: birthday, DC girl! Yeah, happy birthday, DC girl. I was just down with her at the uh, the spot the spook meetup a little while ago. You probably yeah, heard, heard I heard
0: one. I heard that everybody at that meetup was a spook, according so, to Adam. So they said,
1: no, oh, that was fun. It's always a good time down there. That's uh, the yep. Alexandria, Virginia meetup. Getting, and getting drunk with the people who secretly run the world. Yep, yeah, yeah. Let's see, we had Hog Story. Hog Story was out, um, I was listening to that earlier today while I was driving around, trying to get this whole studio cobbled together. Uh, it was fun, a lot of Frank Zappa kind of talk. Yeah. You're gonna so be on tomorrow. And yeah, tomorrow, uh, hopefully, if everything goes well, I'll be on uh, broadcasting from somewhere else, not where I am now. I don't know where I'm going to be broadcasting from because I haven't gotten there yet. Hopefully, they hopefully
0: they still have decent
1: internet there. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, worst yeah, case, you wouldn't
0: be, you wouldn't want to be broadcasting from my internet connection, that's yeah, for sure. No. I don't want to be broadcasting from my internet connection. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I'll be on Hog Story tomorrow night. We'll see what happens. I've also got oh, Fubar is inviting you to come over and do it from his place. <laughs> from his place. I don't know how far.
0: Hey, is apparently it? he's only a four-hour drive from where you are. <laughs> am I going to go to Boob's
1: house? I should probably. Guess Why not? Says, uh. Go there, drink beer. Yeah, shit. You know what? I might take him up on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Boobs, hit me up. Uh, hit me up tomorrow morning. Uh, I'll I'll uh, check my phone before I hit the road. Abel Kirby, I am. Yeah, and S- Sir Spencer wants to know if I'm still doing Ablecraft tomorrow i don't know maybe uh i don't know what the hell you have you have like demands on your time don't you yeah it's everyone wants a piece of me man i was trying to get away from that yeah there's no getting away yeah
0: i've already learned that lesson
1: so what do you got for stories what do you got for topics you got another podcast oh
0: well yeah uh so how about how about raising
1: the dead digitally like with those hologram shit? The quote unquote no, holograms? No, not necessarily. That aren't really holograms. But like
0: being being able to have like an IRC chat with a dead person. I think I've done that before. Oh? Yeah. No, I mean I mean one who is dead when you're chatting with them, not somebody who's died since. Okay. It's is a bit different. Okay. So there was this there was this big story published on San Francisco Chronicle a while ago um, yeah back like about a month ago about uh, about this guy who essentially recreated his dead fiance using a web service
1: yeah this is gross
0: it's it's interesting it's it's freaky that that it that it worked so well at least for him, but it's like, it's, it, it's creepy. That's what it is. It's not gross. It's just creepy that, that we've got technology that can do that sort of thing. Uh, I've seen but some, yeah, so there is
1: a, I've seen some movies from the eighties. Yeah, I know this, how the story ends. <laughs> this is, this is like, uh, doesn't, doesn't it,
0: doesn't it end with like Skynet and judgment day?
1: This is like a Dean Kuntz novel, uh, premise or something. That's what I think of. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so there's there's this so there's this service called Project December, and you'd be able to you'd be able to take like a bunch of content and pass it all in, and it would build it would build like an AI uh, out out of all that content, treating it as if it was like discussion and details from a person, and then you'd be able to chat with them. So this guy from here in Ontario actually his his fiancee she passed away and he like became like a a total neat because like he couldn't handle he couldn't handle it very well and then he he took like all this stuff that she had written and he like typed it in and put it into project december and the discussions that he had with it it to him, it felt like it felt like she was there on the other side, chat actually
1: chatting with him. So it's like, hmm. can you chat with her now? Like, can I go? Can no. I So can I? Can I roll up on chat? So, so
0: how project? How hey. project December works is that is that these AI chat bots have a have a finite life, and the more you interact with them, the more that life wears down. What? Wait a until, minute. So she's
1: gonna die again? Yeah. Oh, boy.
0: And there's it got, no- it got to the point where he would only he would only chat with her when he really needed like her company because he knew that he knew that it was like a limit a limited amount of chat before before the matrix fell apart.
1: And there's no way that I can get on I, there's no channel I can DM her and be like Hey babe, when are you gonna ditch this guy?
0: Yeah, you can't do that. Oh, come on. There's
1: no fun there. Because
0: it, because it because in the end, really, these are just these are just GPT three uh creations, right? They're they're using they're using GPT three uh text models for doing the chat. The the person isn't actually isn't actually there. Um they will only react as they as they would for for the person who set them up, right? Because that person's like essential, essentially picked and chose what what stuff that what's up the person they're recreating had put in. Maybe right? she's into other guys. It didn't seem that way. Well, I was, I don't know.
1: you're ruining it for me. Uh,
0: I know, I know. You just you, ju- you just you just want to smash some
1: bots. I know. <laughs> Smash but that's bots. Bishop's job. Bishop is the bot smasher.
0: Bi- well, no, he—he's the smash bot.
1: I thought you were talking about Bishop from Aliens, from like for like two seconds there. I st- oh no, the other no, no, oh, I was, no, I
0: was talking about Bishop <laughs> on uh, Any Social. I was trying to, I you I, know, I,
1: DC Girls co-host. I was trying to think through every fucking Alien versus Predator. All I could think of was, is there an Alien versus Terminator? That's what I was thinking of. And by the way, Cole is there an alien versus Terminator?
0: No. Should... Thank God for that. Oh,
1: there should be. Shouldn't there? There sh- shouldn't be. <sighs> Come on. You don't have to cross over everything. Yes, you this do. isn't sane elsewhere. Yeah. And you can have Steve Urkel can be there. You know, days of our lives can show up. Every. <laughs> Every movie takes place in the same cinematic universe. Isn't that how it works now? Now that Marvel took over. No. Okay, fine.
0: Okay, Buber has fact-checked me. Apparently, there's a Aliens versus Predator versus the Terminator comic.
1: Woo! That is uh, prime. I want to read that. Alien versus Predator versus the Terminator. Okay, I'm opening this. Holy shit! It is Aliens versus Predator versus the Terminator. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't I'm gonna know have I to
0: needed find this. a copy of this and read it and then like give us a review on a future episode.
1: Is that dark horse? I, I can't have to zoom in. on Yeah, the it's, dark it's dark horse. Oh, of course it is.
0: Okay. All the, all the aliens versus predator comics for dark horse. Yeah.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> it's yeah, that. made my night. Wow. All right. Anyway. Oh, and it even has tie-ins
0: to Alien Resurrection. Apparently, Winona Ryder's in
1: there, but Jalal White's not. No. Okay, just checking. I mean, one thing one one of my wishes came true. I'm just checking the other one. What's the other one? Of oh, J- Jalal White was in there. He played Steve Urkel. <laughs> 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 oh my god i hate this mouse you're not supposed to be able to hear every time i click i actually have a quiet i felt mouse. the same way but now what all i did like
0: the reason you don't hear my mouse is because i cranked up my noise gate enough
1: i have a quiet i have a silent mouse and a silent keyboard that are mostly silent you might hear a click once in a while but this one this is jeez so I couldn't get the podcast rig working the way it was. I had to go buy some extra parts. And uh, so I rolled into the local computer shop, which is called Green Eggs and Ram in Sioux Falls, oh, uh, cool. South Dakota. And talked to Green guys Green Eggs here. and Ram. Nice. Green Eggs and Ram. And they hooked me up with, uh, well, the mouse that I'm complaining about, the, the keyboard. And I needed a monitor, too. Uh, and so <laughs> I bought, like, they said, oh, I don't know. We got some $15 monitors that are all used. This one has a username and a password uh, label stuck to the top and has a little flower on the bottom left corner, uh, like little foam stickers on it, you know, because it's been, I don't know, it's part of some business. So So it it was definitely like a school kids monitor. Well, this one, it says the username is dot slash check kiosk. And just in case you were wondering, the password, the password is capital H have Capital F fun exclamation point. So now, huh. you, now you know how to log into check kiosk if you can find it. Uh, what computer that was?
0: Your monitor. <laughs> it's yeah.
1: It's not my pat. Actually, there's no password on this computer right now. Ooh, I should probably set that. Yeah, that's that sounds like a bad idea. Well, not it, having a password. I mean, it boots up to the uh, owner account, and there's nothing else on the computer, so there's no nothing actually i installed reaper just so we could do the show that's how bare bones we are right now (laughs) my original plan was to run everything off android and uh, i'm tipping my hand here we almost had the first podcast that was completely produced on an open source operating system because i android
0: isn't an open source operating system the graphene os is okay yeah graphene os is But Android as you get it these days is not open source. No, but parts of it are.
1: The open source parts are in Graphene OS. And I had Mm -hmm. it fucking working, man. This was we almost did it, but I realized when I was doing all my sound tests, I realized that it wasn't doing, Uh, you know, the play out stuff. I I was, wait a minute, how come it hears my voice but it doesn't hear any of these Uh, buttons? And it's because the way Android works is it um it won't use Bluetooth. For the microphone, unless it's a phone call, it's this really stupid undocumented behavior in Android. I found a bunch of references, and it's not Graphene OS. it's in like the origi- in the Android open source project. It's this weird undocumented behavior that everyone whines about once in a while,
0: where and nobody has ever bothered to and fix. no
1: one and no one's fixed it. So that's what screwed me up. So it was using the built-in microphone on my phone instead of the uh, the soundboard feed. So I had to I had to give up. And buy lazy a bunch of bastards. Shit. Ah, well. But they hooked me up. Green Eggs and Ram. I checked well, out. That's a, nice of them. I uh, checked out a couple other shops in town. This one was the best. I liked them, and they uh, didn't try and sell me a bunch of shit I didn't need, which I enjoyed. Mm. All right. What do we got? You got anything else? Um. In terms of stories? No, not really. I had. Uh-huh. Uh huh
0: well how about some anime we can talk some anime and then i've got something else i'll bring up
1: oh sure let's do that you want to start or you want me to start uh you you start all right um good higurashi continues to be fun uh the same thing i said last time where this character sadako is this abused child in the last uh the last arc last season and the way they're playing this season is there—it's parallel to the uh, to the last season, but it's from a different perspective. And you find out she's actually the villain. She's lying to social workers the whole time. She's doing all this stupid stuff to pretend she's being beat up by her uncle when she's not, and she's doing it for attention and for pity uh, from one of her friends because she's—you tra- know—it's this really stupid. It's back to telenovela mode. Uh, now Higarashi has two modes right now. It has telenovela mode and murder mode. And so this is a telenovela and everything else to be both at once. I'm sure it'll get there one day. That's the climax of the series, I think. But anyway, the highlight (laughs) of the highlight of uh, recent episodes is uh, Sadako rolling around on the ground and throwing herself into ponds and stuff uh, to make bruises and uh, make it look like she was beat up and thrown in a lake. It's and so there's one one little animated uh, image that we're gonna put in the show notes. I think you you saw it and you thought it was funny enough to put in there for just rolling back and I, forth. I thought it the was ground. the
0: best damn thing. It's hypnotic.
1: What you don't hear is the maniacal laughter as she uh, she drops to the ground and starts rolling around in the dirt, you know, to to rough herself up uh, to get her uncle pissed off. And so what you don't hear is the maniacal laughing as she does it, which makes the the damn scene so. Anyway, that's Higurashi for you. That's your update.
0: Yeah. So <clears throat> I'll, I'll I'll touch base on a couple of shows that I've been watching. So first of all, Bokitachi no remake the the show where the guy goes back in time and and ends up like reliving his college life. They had a filler episode this week. It's the first time I've seen a filler episode for a long time, actually. But it's just as disappointing as ever. It's not uh, as common these days, is it? No, nowhere near as common. But it happened. And I'm mad. uh, (laughs) I thought
1: we lost you for a second there.
0: No, I I I see that I keep redlining, so I just tried adjusting. I tried adjusting my levels on the fly, and I guess I
1: I adjusted in a little too far. I I already have, I pulled you down on my board already. Okay, I saw that at the beginning. Well, I, I pulled I,
0: myself. I'm I'm not redlining anymore when I talk. So yeah, you're fine. The, the other show that I I want to bring up is uh, Yamishibai, and I've mentioned this before, right? It's the one where it's like little four minute like supernatural things happening and this season seems to be seems to be like Chinese zodiac featured and like some of them have been like just absolutely dumb and some of them the last one wasn't even like actual horror so much as it was like the sixth sense the the guy the guy didn't realize he was already dead oh yeah and and it's like he got shameloned. Yeah, I, it's like if I if I hadn't already like watched all the previous eight seasons and every episode
1: up till now, it'd be like, why am I still watching this? She he got shameland. He got shameland. He got sh- yeah a ding-donged. He got she'll have a ham. She'll have a ham. That's what yeah. we used to call it. It's a it's like ordered dinner and eh, she'll have a ham. Yeah. It's like Benedict, and then in some uh, of the other name? some
0: of the other shows. Kinojo-mo Kinojo and and Megami-ro no Ryubakan. The final... Well, no. There's been additions to the harems in them. Okay. So Kinojo-mo Kinojo is the show where there's the guy who is, like, horribly open about things. Like, he's not somebody who lies for, like... Not even to like protect somebody else's feelings, and so after after getting his after getting his girlfriend the girl that the girl that he's wanted to go out with forever starting to go out with him another girl confessed to him and he decided like well he he can't let her down so now he's dating both of them oh yeah and now there's another girl who is <laughs> who is joining in uh, trying to force her way into the relationship so that it's like. It's like a three-girl harem, and she's a a YouTuber with great tracts of land. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. There's still one more girl who has yet to enter the harem, and... Well, in the manga she has, she she almost has at this point, but uh, she's had, like, maybe two minutes of screen time in the entire anime to date. I think, I think there's going to be more about her in the next episode though. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then in the other, in the other show that I was mentioning, Row. So this is the one with the, with the like middle schooler who becomes middle school boy, who becomes the dorm mother for, for a dorm for an all girls school college and all these girls are crazy in one way or another and now his classmate has joined his harem and well you know hijinks ensue they went they went on a vacation and well you know it's it's one of these shut off your brain and enjoy the titties sort of show it's
1: harem shit i know i get it
0: It, it's total harem shit uh the case the case with Kanojo mo Kanojo is not so much as harem shit, but that it like it's a it's a piss take sort of show, okay. Right? And that the guy who the guy who created the original manga he goes by the he goes by the pen name Hiroyuki. and he he's done a bunch of like he's done a bunch of like silly stuff that like is piss takes on things. Like, did you ever see Aho Girl? no with like the complete the complete idiot girl who's like always chasing after and eating bananas
1: (laughs) no i wouldn't remember that one
0: okay well there it exists and yeah it's like it's it's a piss take on the whole thing with like idiot girl trope like he's he's he took that and ran with it Mm. pretty much the Dempa. dempa uh, another guy. thing that he did that was really that was really good was manga Manga to Assistant San. Hmm. That was that was enjoyable to read and watch.
1: Is that the one where the uh where the guy ends up as a nude model for uh for a cartoonist?
0: No, I don't think so. He's he's the one who who didn't didn't really feel he didn't really understand the feelings of the characters in the manga that he was making. And, and so he would use his assistant, his female assistant to help him with that going as far as like groping and such to try and figure out how
1: his characters would feel. Oh boy. This is another one of these, uh, turn off your brain shows, huh? A
0: lot of his stuff is like turn off your brain and just get a good laugh out of it.
1: Hmm. Well, he was he also did uh doujin work apparently. Oh, yeah, oh, I know who he is. What was his name again? Uh as soon as you said that Hirayuki. I know it.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, you know what he also wrote? The Platonic Magician. The Platonic Magician. The Platonic Magician? Yeah, that was that famous Fate pay- Stay Night doujinshi. Oh, I don't yeah. know that one. It, it was the jam it in one. Seriously? Did you jam it in? Yeah, it was that one. Have you ever Damn. read the whole thing? It wasn't that just that one. No, panel. I've only seen that one page. Oh, it's the whole fucking... It's like 20 pages of, of sex jokes. It's great. It's uh, so the, Damn. The premise is there's a scene in Fate Stay Night. It was one of the most famous scenes in there where um, at the, I don't know, maybe the one-third mark in there's a lot of adventure going on and up until then the show the not the show the uh the visual novel had been basically pg rated um with some violent stuff maybe pg13 and then it suddenly turns triple x and there's a uh, there's a there's a threesome scene that just shows up right in the middle of nowhere it's like shoehorned in the way visual novels do it's an and now everyone's in a porno for for the next uh for the next uh, chapter it, anyway it was just famous for being jarring and and uh, i don't know it's set that aside he wrote a big parody manga that was just a parody of the of the scene where they have the uh protagonist who just doesn't the joke is he doesn't know what sex is but he he keeps trying to have sex with all the girls but he doesn't know what he's doing and that's the the basic joke there and uh i don't know it's <laughs> worth reading it's called the platonic magician if you look it up
0: i'll have to look for it because because his stuff i i i enjoy his stuff because it's just it's great slapstick. Yeah. The platonic magician.
1: Yeah. It's coming up right, uh, right away. I see the first picture, uh, is coming up as the jam it in. Fate stay like jam it in. Oh man. Talk about old memes and jokes. Um, yeah.
0: Jam it in. Jam it in.
1: <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Oh my God. Yeah, I read, uh... I watched some of Dojin work, too. That was kind of fun. I just remember the ending theme from that. Where it's, uh... It's all the characters kind of walking or dancing in time. It was kind of fun. There's something yeah. something kind of cute about all it. Right. I don't know. You had another anyway. one... You had another one to bring up as well, eh? For, um, for anime. Luminous Witches is probably going to be delayed again. That's the Strike Witches, uh... Strike Witch is animated by Shaft. That's going to be coming out. They said this year, but one of the one of the girls, uh, who's one of the voice actresses, is taking a leave of absence, and she was one of the main characters. And I can't find it in my notes. Did I even put that in my notes? You Uh, did not. I did. Um, I saw that in the news though. The um, unfortunately, they don't know when she's coming back, and no one's disclosed how much of the show's actually been recorded. (laughs) So we don't know if it's even gonna air at the end of this year the way it's supposed to, so I don't know. I might have uh, might have to wait longer for strike witches.
0: Ah. Well, I'm not gonna have to wait longer for more 86. Season two starts airing in October. Woohoo! Wow, this that'll be good. I'll watch that one when it comes out. Yeah. Oh, I'm um, definitely on it. Oh, and guess what else is starts airing in October? Uh
1: what? Move Love Alternative oh, the fine. anime. Oh, well, there's all kinds of shit coming out in October. Oh yeah, Love, Love Alternative is. Uh, I actually never read through that. An interesting visual novel.
0: Interesting is a good way
1: of putting it, right? <laughs> so I read all of Love, Love Extra, like I, I fucking I hundred percented that game, which is just terrible. No one should ever do that. Don't put yourself through it. It's terrible. Uh, and then I also went on to Love, Love Unlimited which is kind of the second part to it i think i 100 percented that one too and by the time Muv love, love alternative came around uh i just wasn't interested i couldn't bring myself to to read it
0: i've heard that the i've heard that the second one like love, love alternative just on its own like without playing extra it works pretty well
1: oh yeah extra is like the anti-commercial for it you know it's you had these kind of yeah. two mediocre yeah. things. They're they're actually spin Speaking of these stupid universes where everyone, uh, all the different games and stories all take place in the same universe. Move love's another one of those where it's actually a spin-off from some other visual novel series that happened before. It's like it's it's like everything's a spin-off of a spin-off of a spin-off in this case. And then Move Love Alternatives, the alternate reality version of a spin off of a spin-off of a spin-off. It just takes it to another level
0: you know what else is you know what else is airing in the fall no what stone ocean i don't know what that is david production finally finally rolling out the last of the original timeline jojo's
1: uh, it's uh like jojo's bizarre adventure thing yeah or what else do they call like, what do they call it Cannonball run for a while not cannonball run.
0: That's nah. the, cannonball run I think is the first one first or second one for the new timeline that started after Stone Ocean.
1: It's not cannonball run, is it? Cannonball run is it's Steel Ball Run. Cannonball runs the car movie. Steelball run, Steel yeah, Ball Steelball
0: Run, yeah, Steel Ball Run. Can, uh, I was Yeah, thinking, Cannonball yeah. Run is something completely different. Yeah, Steel Ball Run. Though, well, actually it? not really. I think I think Steel Ball Run was actually inspired by Cannonball Run. <laughs> he acted i if i'm not mistaken like when i read up when i read up about like the new timeline stuff it sounded like he was he was definitely inspired when when doing it from the movie cannonball run
1: hmm. and what was the name i i remember hearing this on there's some other anime podcasts i'll catch once in a while what was um dad's anime podcast it's the Ship poster dot club guys yeah that would be um, dad's. I, we should get one of them on sometime. Put that – we should put them on our guest list and, and get them on our show and do a crossover sometime. Um, he he was talking about that once, and he was like – I think he said the story was that they couldn't use the word, you know, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Some, for some reason, the title was copyrighted by someone else, and they changed the the magazine that they were publishing the stories in. And so the, the old magazine says, yeah, you can – we can't stop you from writing the story but you can't call it the same thing so they had a they had to change it to steel ball run if i re, if i remember his uh, telling correctly hmm. it's almost like you know prince changing his name the
0: artist formerly known as prince
1: yeah the former artist
0: formerly known as prince yeah. but yeah looks looks like looks like it's going to be some uh, good stuff this fall oh i th- I saw it, in it's, it's a month early, but I think I'm going to be sticking the Anna chart list in already in today's show notes with uh, with us going over these few series. Yeah. There's a bunch of others in there that uh, that good anime fans should take a look at and see what they might
1: want to watch when uh, October rolls around. I, I forgot this one in my notes. Um, The Star Wars Visions trailer actually came out like an actual yeah. trailer yep. with animation for it. I've got the I've got the links for
0: those already. There's the original trailer and there's the English trailer. Yeah.
1: I saw the original trailer. They're both trailer. they're both up. They both came up yesterday. That looks good. Interesting stuff,
0: yeah. interesting times. I haven't watched them yet, but uh but definitely I've got them there and I'm probably gonna watch them before I go to bed tonight and see what it's like. I mean they're
1: they're not long yeah it's are they actually available now the trailers yeah they're well, on YouTube. i mean the tra- oh i thought you meant the series no this that's <laughs> not coming
0: out no, until I, october i, I misunderstood oh,
1: you right september 22nd yep yep As, it releases
0: september 22nd
1: unfortunately it's a disney uh show so i don't know or it's a disney um it's like the Animatrix. Yeah, so like it's probably said, only
0: yeah. going it's probably only going to be available dubbed on Disney Plus in North America. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, fuck
1: Disney. Yeah. Oh well. Um you had some other stories you wanted to bring up, didn't you?
0: Yeah, so so I came across this uh I p- came across this blog post a little while ago about uh, about like medieval city builder games. So like you know, you know games like Settlers and others where oh, yeah. where you're like in a medieval period and you're like trying to build a settlement. Mm-hmm. They they aren't realistic at all. And I mean like I always I always knew that, right? At some level. But I didn't I didn't know like what the actual differences were. So the the actual growth patterns of Towns and villages back in the back in the Middle Ages was not was not anything, of course, like you'd have in a video game where you like click on a spot and suddenly and suddenly like a castle appears, right? Oh yeah. But uh, ra- but rather like most places didn't really have any sort of growth to speak of. Anyways, you had a- you had extra you had extra crops or anything like that. Guess what? The Lord of the Manor is gonna say, Oh, I'm raising your taxes, you have to hand that over. Right? Out, out. Same with any other sort of production. So nothing nothing went towards actually developing an area. It just went up the it just went up like the power tree, right? Yeah.
1: It's called they they do this to this day. It's called a waterfall budget. Anything that uh, anything that doesn't get spent on one project gets put on to the next project.
0: No, a water waterfall waterfall is different. Waterfall implies that things are coming down from above. This is more like an evaporation model, where what you have is getting melted away and flowing up to the people at the top.
1: Well, what usually happens is, in the States at least, um, any excess budget gets spent on someone else's crony project, so it's not like you ever get a refund. Yes, in but, the, but
0: that's the that's the United States... Or really any country in uh, the modern age. We're not talking about the modern age here. We're talking about the Middle Ages. Ah, uh, yeah. We're talking like pre-Renaissance, right?
1: I'm just saying it reminds me of that, you know, where you have every state can't hold a surplus except Maine, if I remember right. It's like, oh, uh, well. I guess it, but yeah, the th- it, but it never yeah, went away. Some of, the things,
0: know? some of the things here is like, for one, for one thing, it's, the organizational structures were designed in such well, not really designed, but they evolved in such a way that limited growth or even arrested it completely. Because every everything that everything that you had beyond like what what you needed just to just to sustain yourself would end up going would end up going to the landowner would end up going to the church, right? Your tithes, your taxes, rent. Just to just to live your surf life on the land that you're tied to. Right? It all go it all goes up to uh, the landowner and it goes from there up to up to the people for whom he is sworn fealty and all the way up, right? Yep. Yes, indeed. And the and the other thing is too, like the, the way that the settlements are laid out are are a lot different than what you would what you would expect or from playing these video games. For example, for example, like strips of land. You you don't have like the big fields like you see today on a farm where you've got like a good a good width and a good length. No, you get like you get like a long strip of land that's maybe maybe like five arms, farms across, like you hold out your arms both ways. Right. And from one end, like you do that five times and that's one end of your field to the other. And it's off for like, it's off for like, you know, quarter of a mile. Hmm. Some, and there, some, some of those settlement patterns, actually you could see in, uh, in Quebec. In fact, because in some places where you had, like, an actual river flowing through instead of, say, like, just a little brook and a spring, it followed the same sort of pattern that the uh, Seigneuries did in Quebec, where you have, like, rows, rows of properties that are lived on and worked on, right, with the best ones close to the water and the worst ones furthest away, and you're still all pretty much tied to the land that you're working by the by the actual
1: landowner, the senior. The, the development of New England had a lot of square lots in it because of the way that grants were issued. Because they weren't just farming. Uh, they had some – what would happen is you get a land grant. And part of the terms of the land grant was you had to clear a bunch of the land and plant grass in it um, because naturally New England didn't have any grass. You couldn't graze horses there. And, you know, back in the day, they knew there was a military uh, reason to even to just have grass available, even if there's nothing grazing on it. We just need to have grass available so we can have um, – the possibility of moving an army through or moving horses in and everything, and so because yes. there was again, there was none again, of that. Though, people people had to clear land, and when they cleared land, they they were doing it by the uh, I forget it was an acre, um, but they had a, a certain area that they had to clear, and so they made it everything square, you know, or radial. And so if you go yeah. out to New England, well, you we, have were these stone that, fences, we were doing that. We were doing that
0: here in Ontario. Through the 1800s, there are all sorts of. This is 14. There are all uh, sorts of like old colonization roads where, where they'd give you the land for free, but you have to you have to clear it you have to clear it all out. You'd have to maintain your
1: section of the road. This is colonial, uh, not the 1800s. It's hundreds yeah, of years and before that, that. I
0: mean with the colonial age, that's that's the early modern era, right? Which is still, which is still far in advance of, of like you know. From like eight hundred AD to like thirteen hundred AD. There's another thing too. A lot of like role-playing games are totally are totally off with how they do with how they do settlements from the from the little villages to the big cities.
1: Well it's a game though. I mean Who part cares? of that
0: part of that is when you have like somebody who's like actually having to sit there and build it all out, they're gonna they're going to go with what they know, and you're going to have all sorts of anachronisms. But at the same time, I mean, like, there's so much different between what people think of as how things were in the medieval era and how they actually, how they actually were.
1: Oh, so you're saying- I've
0: actually got some interesting, I've actually got some interesting uh, books, you know, Deadwood books on medieval economy and settlements and things like that. Uh, the role the role of the church, the role of traveling merchants, yeah. all back in those days in medieval Europe. Yep.
1: And so why exactly did they have to shackle Conan to the Wheel of Pain for a hundred years? Does that say anything about that? Because <laughs> I presume that's real because, history, right?
0: Because, because the plot demanded it. Okay. The Wheel of Pain. Just as ever, just as ever the plot demanded it, so
1: that that's just how it goes. Well, in most of these games, the game demands it. You know, you can't play if it, it wouldn't be a role playing game if you had everything too realistic. So everything has a little. Like,
0: likewise, mechanic, it wouldn't it wouldn't right? be a city building game if you actually had to like use the real medieval development patterns because then you wouldn't be building you wouldn't be building a city. You'd be maintaining like. Some small little estate in the middle of bumfuckershire, right? <laughs>
1: there we go. Yeah, you 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 tapped it for that, didn't you? I had to change my window selection just to do that because my pedal doesn't work. <laughs> well, I don't have a. I don't even well, have it with Next me. time, next time, you'll remember to have a
0: portable pedal to bring with you. Right? Hey, do, do I look like a pedal packer to you? Oh, uh, better than a fudge packer.
1: I don't pack no pedals.
0: Nah. It's always a first time for everything. What's <laughs> up, uh, man? He's a pedal packer. Son of a bitch. All right. And one last thing before we wrap today. I mentioned before, I believe, about Amigas being used at NASA. Yes. And so, and so Hackaday ended up. Publishing their own article about this a couple of days ago, so it's, it's nice to see this this popping up ag- again every so often because you know you know me I'm 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 a Commodore and an Amiga fanboy, so like whenever Amiga makes it possible I gotta I gotta pimp that shit.
1: Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. I'm not gonna bother sticking that in actually oh yeah i'll, I'll th- throw oh, in on. the notes but i mean really it's just them doing it's just them covering the previous article that i covered before on the show so yeah. it's like whatever
1: all right well i it, think that does that bring us to the end here
0: yeah i'm i'm about out yeah. i don't have anything more to go on about i'm, I'm a boot out to too. just like yeah.
1: well until next time i've been able kirby
0: I've been cool to acid.
1: Alright, adios. Adios. I had a good woman, but she laid down, honey, and died. Oh, I had a good woman, but she laid down and died. Don't you know what everybody tell me? She wasn't satisfied.